Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the Aligned Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm a leadership coach and entrepreneur. I founded the Omark Project organization, and I've written the Amazon bestselling book, I Did Something Different, and it worked. My transition from full-time secondary school teacher to entrepreneur has gifted me the opportunity to speak on many subjects. This podcast is going to be a place to create connection, get aligned with our purpose, and have those deeper conversations. I'll be talking all about aligning with our true purpose in life, business, and education, as well as yoga, wellness, and our mindsets. Tune in weekly for different talks, interviews, and guided meditations, all found here on the Aligned Purpose podcast, or as we can nickname it, the app. Now, let's dive right in. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me for episode one on the Aligned Purpose podcast. I figure what better way than to ring in a new year, today's my birthday, than to birth this idea that I've been thinking about for way too long. So we're going to dive right in. I've made episode one today all about morning routines. And you might be wondering why start an entire podcast off talking strictly about a morning routine. And well, I believe really that it comes down to that old saying of how you live your days is how you live your life. And so I'm here to share with you how impactful a morning routine will be in your life. And especially now, if you've transitioned to working at home, hitting snooze, puttering around in your PJs, um, because we're in a really interesting time here. So I think talking about a morning routine can be useful. And I do want to also give permission and give allow yourself to give yourself permission to have some slow mornings. Um, you know, let's like let's take this time and um, transition how we've been living our lives into what life may look like now. And, you know, and then also let's start to think about that this could be our new normal. So we want to, you know, lower our anxiety and increase our dopamine. So aka your happiness and live this life that, you know, we've been granted. Today, I'll be talking about routines for yourself and I'll briefly touch on routines for your kids if you have them. Why have a routine? books and research I've compiled on this topic for morning routines, and then of course, a printable guide for you. So let's get started. Some common routines of say the greatest athletes, CEOs, professors, and entrepreneurs, um, they all boil down to like pretty much the same five to 10 things. So in my years of research, I've noted that successful people all have these morning habits in common. And now know that these are in no particular order because um, we'll create that later what your morning routine can look like. So what they all have in common is that um, they say don't check your phone, hydrate, meditate, move, have a mindfulness practice, shower, and brush your teeth. They also all talk about doing things the evening before, like to prep yourself the night before so that you know, you are setting yourself up for success and that you're eliminating all of your distractions in the morning. So what this can mean is the night before putting your phone on airplane mode. So I always do this before I go to bed. Trust that nobody will need you in the middle of the night. You were able to get through it before cell phones were a thing. 
And when you eliminate all of your distractions from turning off your phone the night before, then you don't wake up on somebody else's terms. So seeing an email or a message or just something that might be out of your control and can totally throw off your wavelength, your brain waves for the morning. Another really powerful habit to get into the night before is setting out your clothes for the next day. And this can also be like your workout clothes uh, for your movement that you're going to incorporate in your day. Pack or prepare your lunch. Set the coffee pot if that's something that you can do. And put out your book or your journal and pen, whatever you know that you're going to work on in the morning. So I like to offer that you create your morning as a time to have a blank slate in your day. And before your day gets filled up with everything, how can you take your morning slowly, not rush them, and so that you can get past and beyond those urges and habits that you may have had before. So the urge to sleep in until the very last minute, the habit to get up, you know, right before you've got to go, chug a cup of coffee and out the door. That's not setting yourself up for success. So, From there, let's talk about um, things that I personally use in my practice. So I can always speak to what works for me. I've done the research, but here's what I know to be true for me. So five things that I know that I can do every morning that always make me feel great. And I really encourage you to give these a try as well. So wake up and I make my bed. Why? Like, what does this do for me? Well, this gives me a sense of pride and accomplishment. When I can make my bed, I know that at the end of the day, I come home, my bed is made. It, When your space is clean and tidy, it also allows your thoughts to be clean and tidy. And so it can help reduce or eliminate any stress or anxiety that may occur just from having an unorganized place. And now what do you do if you share a bed with somebody and they're not up before you? Well, I think that this can be a conversation that two people can have about the importance of having the bed made. So I'm very lucky in that my partner also likes to wake up and have the bed made. But if you can talk to the person that you share a bed with and discuss why this would be important to you, then perhaps you can both get on board. The next thing I've been doing is a meditation practice. Sometimes I do this silently or with a, so sorry, silently with a timer, or I'll do a guided meditation on Insight Timer. So that's an app. I do want to stress that Um, this is, takes a lot of willpower to be able to turn off airplane mode to go onto this meditation app and know that all of your notifications and stuff are going to start to come through. So can you have the willpower to turn off notifications and go directly to this app? Otherwise, I would stress that a silent meditation will be more helpful. Why do I meditate? Why do they say that the most successful people meditate in the morning? Well, for me personally, it clears the muck of my mind. And I know that neuroscience says that meditating improves our nervous system. And then for me, it's a way to create a sacred ritual for myself. And so I invite you to do the same. Like, what are you doing for you? And meditation, for some of you, if you've never tried it, I recommend just 10 minutes a day, sit silently, get yourself cozy, propped up in some pillows or cushions. This will change your life, taking 10 minutes to yourself every morning in silence, I promise. Next, find some movement. So experiment with motion. My movement typically involves stretching and stretching quite slowly. So like a restorative or a yin practice, or sometimes I'll take a morning walk phoneless. 
So whatever works for you, if you'd prefer to do some cardio, weights, aerobics, whatever that might be, um, just move your body because you've been sleeping all night. The fourth thing is drink water, like just hydrate it. I must be the millionth person to say this to you. This is not new news. Just pour a big glass of room temperature water. Release toxins from your body. Allow your skin to be more healthy. Get that healthy glow. You're going to support your blood flow. And you're going to help with the elimination and digestion process of your body. So when we can absorb some water first thing in the morning, we can get everything else going. And that's really what you want. So this sense of lightness. The fifth thing that I have in my morning routine is a mindfulness practice. So mine, 90% of the time, is a journaling practice. So I treat journaling like free therapy. And if journaling doesn't work for you or it's new, I strongly encourage trying it out. Um, And I write like nobody is reading. So when I don't journal, I might say a prayer and... A prayer for me is like talking to my nanny who's passed or um, talking to Mother Nature or just sitting silently and speaking to something that I know is higher than myself. Or I'll read something on personal development or listen to a podcast. So those are some ideas for a mindfulness practice in the morning. What I do not do is look at time as my opponent. So we all have the same 24 hours. I have them you have them, celebrities have them, athletes have them. We all have 24 hours. So in that time to make my bed, brush my teeth, chug my water, meditate for 10 minutes, move for 10 minutes and do a mindfulness practice for 10 minutes, that takes me less than one hour. You don't have to do each of these things for an hour at a time. Now, if you have kids, their morning routine can be similar to yours. I would recommend for small kids creating some sort of chart so it shows that, you know, a picture of their bed, for example, a made bed, and you've got some sort of like little Velcro system happening. And it's like a yes, they've made their bed or no, they didn't. Kids love this stuff, believe me. So create a little chart for them, have them help you make the chart. I'm sure they'll love that too. And for your kids, their morning routine will be similar. Have them make their bed, get dressed, brush their teeth, brush their hair, If they don't make breakfast themselves, then have their breakfast ready to go and make sure that they have their school bag all packed and even they could do that the night before. And if you want to really try something new, then you can invite them to do the movement and meditation practice with you. Why do I do any of this? I've done my research. I've read the books. So I've read books like The Ripple Effect by Dr. Greg Wells. So he's worked with Canadian Olympians as well as the 5am club by Raman Sharma. I've listened to Marie TV. I've read Brian Tracy's books. They all say the same thing. How we live our lives is how we, sorry, how we live our lives, how we live our days is how we live our lives. And I just want to have a really great life. If I'm being honest, that's why I'm doing this. Brian Tracy, BT, is the author of Eat the Frog. And so he wrote this book based on a quote from Mark Twain. And I'm not going to paraphrase the whole quote, but essentially it's that eat the frog is talking about if you can eat the frog in the morning, basically biting off the the worst thing or the biggest task in the morning, then you can do anything for the rest of your day. So if you know that you've got a daunting to-do list, what is the biggest 
or most important thing on that list or on that task. And the night before, you can set yourself up that you know that this is what you're going to do in the morning and make sure before you do any other task, and I say that in air quotes here to myself, that you conquer that first thing. First do your morning routine, then go to that task. So let's recap. Mornings, we want to have little to no distractions whatsoever. Do not invite them into your space with your phone. I can't stress it enough. If anything, just try spending the next week putting your phone on airplane mode and not turning it on until you're at work or you've done some sort of morning routine for yourself. Create a formula for your morning. So this is your new habit. New research says that habits take 66 days. So in the past, you know, I've heard stuff like 21 days. Um, And then it's increased to more, but 66 days is what the newest research is saying to create a habit. So if you're going to create a morning routine, what is 66 days from now? Please check in with me. I would love to hold you capable, accountable of what you want to try doing differently in your morning. Try doing something that benefits body, mind, soul. If you're a little bit confused about the difference between mind and soul, I would say that mind is like something that you're doing for your mind. So such as reading or meditating and soul is that like inner work. So this can be your gratitude practice that you do like just speaking gratitude or you could journal out a gratitude practice or in the morning you can silently or write it out, commit to some sort of volunteering or donating of your time or money or resources that you'll do throughout the day. And this can be your soul work. And so why do any of this? Um, You know, do you want to increase your focus, your willpower, your energy? Robin Sharma, who did write the 5 a.m. club, he says that between 5 and 6 a.m., when we are awake during that time and everyone else is sleeping, that this gives us a psychological edge. Like we know, like, yeah, shit, yeah, I'm up doing something. I'm up taking care of my own life and making myself a better person and everyone else is still sleeping. So if you've not heard of the 5am club, it's pretty powerful. Look up Robin Sharma, get his book on YouTube, whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat. Prepare yourself for an incredible day. Like we have the mindset, we have the choice, we can wake up. These are really unknown times right now. And guess what? We're all in it together. We're all navigating these uncharted waters. And so you can wake up and drown in anxiety, or you can start to make little steps to improve your mindset. And when you improve your mindset, everything else just follows. Lastly, I can't stress this enough, but don't bail on yourself. You know, we so commonly will say, I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk every morning or I'm going to journal every morning. And then how often do you hit snooze and say, no, not today. And I want you to think about your best friend or your child or your partner or somebody that you really love. And if they've asked you to commit to something, how quickly would you bail on them? You probably wouldn't, or you would have lots of regret or grief over bailing on them, or you'd have to have some like really great reason But how quickly do you bail on yourself? And just take a moment right now to reflect on that. How often have you set yourself up for some sort of success, but then you've bailed on yourself? So nobody else is responsible for your morning. Nobody else is responsible for you. So really take this time to think about not ditching yourself anymore.
head on over after you're done listening to this and head on over to my Facebook, my Instagram. So Nicole Ann McClellan on Facebook, on Instagram, I'm Learn With Nick. And you'll find a printable download um, that I'll put on Facebook, or you can screenshot it and just put it as the background on your phone or have it in your pictures of a checklist for a morning routine. And if you want to talk more one-on-one about what this can look like in your life or how to work it around your schedule or your particular family, that sort of thing, then yeah, please stay connected and reach out to me. I'd love to hear what your morning routines are. And most importantly, um, the best birthday gift that you could give to me today is to head on over to whatever platform you've listened to this on whether that's iTunes or Spotify or whatever it is. And could you leave me a review? So the algorithms, that's how they work, is through reviews, knowing that people are listening to these things. That would mean so much to me. Share with your friends list and let's start talking about how we're changing our morning. So we can all choose to walk around and stay in our pajamas and drink the coffee pot bottomless, or we can really start to take control of our lives. And when we control our morning, we control our day and we control our lives. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of the Aligned Purpose podcast. I'll be back next week and I'll be doing an interview. So stay tuned for that. Thanks. Bye.